0: All right, guys, just here today to me and Chris having a wee chat. Uh, Chris just back from his yogi journey in Thailand. He was doing, what was it, a three or four-week course? 26 days. 26 days. How many hours was 200 hours. 200 hours of yoga completed over just over three weeks, and he's now a certified yoga instructor. So, how would you find the whole experience, Chris?
1: Um, in one word? Yeah. Enlightening. Nice. Alright, right. expand on that. Um, it was really different. Everyone there was really open. They were really um, openly open. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them thought a lot of really um, out there things. Um, but the main thing that I thought I got from it was uh, meditation. Meditation is really, really cool. Um, you can meditate on anything. And one of the main skills that we learned when we were doing our yoga course was to meditate on pain and discomfort, and to use pain and discomfort to bring you into the present. And when you do that, you can uh, push through a lot more and mm-hmm. like handle pain a lot better.
0: So when you're in pain, try and meditate. Is that what you Yeah Well,
1: you have to, one of the, one of the um, seated postures in yoga is um, Sukhasana, which is not very difficult. It's an easy pose. And then one of the more advanced ones is um, padmasana, which is the lotus pose. And um, one of our instructors was saying that even for people who are fully mobile, fully flexible in the hips, um, it can still hurt their knees and they're in pain holding that position. That's why they have the instep of their foot up on the crease of their hip. Mm-hmm. And um, they use that and the reason they do that pose is because it aligns their spine really well and um, the pain helps them bring them into their presence. Present. That's cool. Yeah. What was the kind of daily setup of it? So um, every day we'd get up at uh, half five, and uh, we'd go down to either the roof shala, the wood shala, or the sea shala, which is just basically areas we were doing yoga, um, and we'd do three hours of yoga. So the three hours of yoga could entail, like let's say, 10 minutes of meditation at the start, and then we'd get into our postures. We did a lot of sun salutations in the morning. We had different teachers every morning, and we'd have like two sessions before breakfast, so Uh, we'd either have Panita Nick or uh, Dimitri in the morning sometimes we'd have Tanya as well Um, and we'd do two one and a half hour sessions of yoga Uh, after that we'd get breakfast and Mm -hmm. then we'd have a lecture for two hours and then after that we'd have another break and then we'd have um, another three hours of yoga in the evening and um, it was intense that is
0: a lot of yoga I've I've only recently started doing yoga Um, I was doing I started doing James classes here on whatever a third two what is it uh two Monday and thursday that's it sorry and uh i love it so far and then like we went to the me and sean went to that uh hot yoga thing in what your, do you think your day. Of yoga? i thought it was great um when i first walked in i was like oh i'm not gonna be able to stick this because it was a 90 minute class and before she'd even put the fans on it was hot as balls in there and then as soon as she started kind of like doing the warm-up or whatever, she put all the fans on. And it was just blasting hot air the whole time. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, like, your t-shirt and your shorts were weighing you down. I had the, I forgot to bring a change of clothes. I didn't think I was going to sweat that much. <laughs> so I was going on. I had to fucking strip it off in the car park and then get changed into a jumper or something like that. But I thought it was great. Um, it was definitely really difficult. We did something like 26 poses. And then... Um, then we did the kind of shavasana meditation thing at the end i thought it was, was great was that in yuri the yeah. same one uh yeah i'm
1: not actually what's i think it's just called hot yoga isn't it the, um, the building I'm, I'm not sure but um did you notice that see when you were doing shavasana did everyone get up and leave and talk throughout yeah and, yeah, yeah well
0: not not that they talked throughout it but um what, what how long would a typical shavasana kind of be so
1: minimum thing? like 10 minutes it should be 10 minutes at least
0: well, whatever whatever way whatever way the cloud this class worked i think it was like five minutes of that and then i was kind of i was kind of lying i was lying there and then i kind of I, I did hear rustling and i thought it might have been her cleaning up whatever but then apparently like once the shavasana starts you can get you're kind of free to go yeah whenever I'd, sort of
1: thing when when we were doing our yoga course um that wasn't really the thing like shavasana was like coveted it was like can't, oh, wait, for, I can't wait for shavasana and everyone was trying to get the most out of it and um, shavasana for anyone who doesn't know is just um after you do all your poses after you get really loose and warm and um, you just lay down on your back and just like relax close your eyes and meditate and um, after you loosen yourself up it's a different kind of meditation i've never felt relaxation like that yeah definitely.
0: like literally the whole class it's so so tough and you're sweating so much and then you're just like Oh, if I make it through this, I like get
1: to do the shavasana, and it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, and then it's, it's such a relief after because it's like you don't have mm. to do anything after trying so hard for all the poses and yeah, really trying to get the most out of your session. But you need it as well because when you relax, um, all the instructors that were teaching us were saying that, like you need shavasana to absorb your practice. Mm. So it's like and you use it to meditate on your practice, and um, after you relax like that, there. I, I don't know the science behind it, but apparently it's like your body will. Allow for quicker adaptation with the shavasanas and without the shavasanas. That's interesting.
0: I like when you're doing it. I honestly feel like your body just melts into the floor.
1: Yeah, like, it's a, it's very really common to dream yeah. and fall asleep. And like, I, in Jen, in a few of Jen's classes, I I have actually
0: fallen asleep. Yeah. And I can I, I can hear them kind of I come to and I can hear them kind of talking about me being asleep and I'm like no I fell asleep and I have to get up again. But uh, yeah, um, I'm loving it so far. Um, what are your thoughts on meditation? Well. When I do it, it's great, but I have a habit of being like, a lot of people probably have this habit, um, uh, like actually sitting down to do it. Yeah, it, is the hardest part. Once you're doing it, it's fine, and then when it's done, you feel the benefits, but it's the actual slowing down, putting the time together to
1: actually sit down and do it. Yeah, I find it's really easy to miss and to skip. Like oh, yeah. like, oh, it's only 10 minutes, I'll, I'll, I can do it later, or I'll, I'll leave for the next day. Yeah. But when you do it, you notice a big difference, I find in you. I did it,
0: I think, like, I I would not be a regular meditator,
1: but, like, I did do it at
0: one stage for, like, a week or two in a row every morning. When I woke up, I put it in my little, I put it in my little whiteboard in my room that I had, that I was doing the Headspace. The Headspace is a meditation app that you can get for Android and iPhone. It's kind of, there's, like, for a little free, kind of, like, five-minute meditation talks, and then I think... You can pay for uh, it after that, but um, I felt my whole day was kind of. it felt more. I felt more loose. I felt I like I kind of planned the day better. Everything just kind of went smoother.
1: I I find it makes you way less reactive. Do you want know, like throughout your day? Do you, like do I like to think of it is like um, your dog on a leash is like looking to run away. Mm-hmm. You're looking to pull on the leash the the whole time. And then when you meditate, it's a um, instead of being the dog on the leash, you're like the owner, and you're just like. Right there and you don't have to like mm. like if so if you're gonna get mad at something or anything like that there instead of jumping at it it's like you can see yourself get mad and diffuse it mm-hmm. in your own head before you even do anything yeah do you know it gives you that extra space
0: yeah I, I do get that whole like not you don't feel that mad rush to do to like I feel like when I was doing the meditation like anything I had to do for the day it was just like alright I have these things to do I'm just gonna go through the day they'll all get done I'm not gonna be like oh, gotta do everything but yeah. and then they did all get done and I was in bed sleeping soundly
1: yeah, you more content as well.
0: Oh yeah, like any any time any chance that you get to sit down and breathe, you should definitely take it. I need to take my own advice here because I don't do it that often. But um yeah, <laughs> that anxiety. The we have a private joke that I uh, can't breathe properly, so we have this little <laughs> breath thing that everybody does whenever they're making fun of me. So thanks for that, one, guys. Um,
1: so but, let's go to boxing. Oh, and Barn was a fine today.
0: Yeah, Brandon, Coach, Coach Brandon Mulligan, uh, finding the all Ireland today after what? Two weeks. Two weeks notice, or it may, I think it was even like nine, nine or ten days notice. And unfortunately, we weren't there because we're we're at work right now. But uh, unfortunately, didn't get the win. But uh, it just goes to show, like even if you're a good boxer like Brandon is, he's the current Lancer champion. But he was obviously out of practice for
1: a little bit. You know, you can get rusty so quick. Exactly. There's a, in boxing, there's a concept called sharpness. And, um, you get sharpness from sparring and pad work and, mm-hmm. and drills. And, uh, if you haven't been doing your sparring, you haven't been doing your pad work, you haven't been doing your drills. Um, and you don't have, like, rounds clocked. generally you know, like, yeah. runners do miles? Or, like, the time you, rounds. Need. you need You need rounds. You need rounds on your belt to get used to doing to three, three minutes so you don't blow yourself out. And you're, yeah. you know you, you know what energy you have for that time and you get more conditioned for it. But, um... Brandon just didn't. He, he said he just didn't have the sharpness because he didn't mm. have the practicing. So he uh, said he faded in the third round as well. Yeah, which is, which is really really uh, strange for Brandon because Brandon's like, Brandon's
0: a mar- nearly basically a mar- nearly a marathon runner. Yeah. Can, man, the man can run all day, but it just goes what's to his, show. What's
1: his time for a half marathon? One thirty.
0: Less. It was like one twenty seven or something like that. Yeah.
1: So like, again, to do that, like, you need pretty good aerobic capacity, mm. uh, and. Uh, but unfortunately, like he probably using different energy systems, and they tried to get dragged into a fight.
0: As far as fitness goes, Brandon is probably the fittest person that I know in yeah. real life. But uh, yeah, it just goes to show that the work work beats talent. If you don't work, yeah, or is it hard work beats talent if the talent doesn't work? Sorry about like that. Doesn't work hard. Sorry, there you go. Um, what
1: about yourself? What what sort of are you, do you have any aspirations to get back into boxing? Um, I do. There's always that little niggle in the back of my mind to, to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I made a conscious decision not to get into it this year because I was going to do yoga and all that sort of stuff. My goal for the rest of the year is to get mobile and really work on, on yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I want to get mobile is so I have less injury reason I can box better and I can do jiu jitsu and I want to get back to the next martial arts as well. That's the, that's the end goal. That's why that's kind of why Brandon did the
0: whole mobility thing as well, getting injured in fights, and then he yeah, right. took nearly the whole year. Yeah. To Brandon, kind of did similar to you the last year. You all did a lot of mobility work rather than rather than boxing training. Mm-hmm. But I remember you put a video up in your Thailand saying that the uh, yoga was making you feel looser, and you're doing some shadow boxing.
1: Oh my story, yeah, I felt so fast. Did you see? Did you see? That yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, I was taught like I had lightning in my hands or something. It was weird. It was like just <laughs> like mobility is so good because it, it just makes movement so much easier. Yeah, like. If you're stiff like and you go to bend over, you know how much effort it takes to like move into different positions if mm. you're stiff like if, you're, if you go to your end range on your shoulder and you try and go further it takes so much effort to get each millimeter to you know, further but if you're loose it's like it it requires no effort at all mm. so like you just move and it's like it feels good to move rather than being effortful do you get me
0: yeah it's kind of like like a it's kind of the uh, like a rusty bike or whatever yeah, like, like it's hard crazy. work to move a bike, but if it's if you take care of it, like it's you can have it for life. Yeah. And um, even Brandon, he changed his name to the movement coach on Instagram. Um, he's been getting on everybody, all the members, all the coaches about mobility for last I don't know maybe a year. And I've taken some of his tips on board, like especially the one thing I noticed the most was with my deadlift. I think like I've I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't say perfected, but I think I've I've made my deadlift close to perfect. And I was able to up my weight by a 30, 40 kgs with perfect technique rather than that kind of, you let that lower back kind of pop out and then towards top of the rep, the upper back starts running a little bit. Now it's just kind of start with the lower weights, buying out the good rep perfect technique, and you're able to build on that with your good mobility.
1: Mm. Why do you think mobility is so important?
0: Sure, you only have one body. Mm. Like... If you don't take, if you don't use it properly, if you don't like, it's it's what it's like with anything. If you don't take care of it, you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose it. The whole saying like, use it or lose it. Mm. Like if you don't take care of your shoulder mobility, if you don't take care of your hip mobility, after a while, your hips, your hips and your shoulders just gonna go. All right, so days I'm out.
1: done. So, did, did it say the book in *Supple Leopard* how long your joints are supposed to last? One hundred and ten
0: years wasn't yeah, it? Something, something like, like that. It. One hundred ten years. It's like
1: so you, if you're if you're wearing your joints out. For that
0: it was like oh so your knees are meant i saw a quote and it was like oh your knees were meant to last 110 years but you've blown them out in 20 or something like that mm. it's like what are you doing wrong terrible squats you might be able to lift heavy weight but doesn't mean you're doing it properly mm. i'd rather do a 100 kg deadlift with a perfect with a perfect form than do a 500 kg deadlift and then pull every muscle in me back out. Like pop your spine. Yeah, literally. If I try to do a 500kg deadlift, every disc in my spine would just go pop, 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 And I die. But
1: anyway. Hmm. Where, what do you think the hardest place is to, to mobilize For you? I have to kind of move. I'm tight as all hell from my workouts last
0: few days. Gotten back into it. Probably... Probably my, actually my elbow mobility when we were doing, remember we did our that's Olympic right. lifting courses, for my elbow mobility for your clean and jerk, was like, that's not great. Yeah, yeah your hands aren't even on your shoulders yet. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Like that's only a, a warm up stretch and that's difficult. Probably my, my elbow mobility or elbow and shoulder, That like my upper body mobility more so than, I think uh, with Brandon's help, I think my hip mobility's gotten much better, my knees, all that sort of stuff. Lower body's pretty good, I'm
1: just, it improve my upper body i think i think the hips are the worst i just like, think i've gotten much better on my hips my, in the last while my my from doing the yoga course i noticed my hips and my hamstrings are just so tight they're so mm. really tight it's so painful to, to stretch them like um, there's this yoga position called the frog and you're basically down into like you want all fours but with wide knees and then you um put the archer foot like on the ground so your toes are pointing and your heels on the ground and yes you just stick your butt back mm. and if you have tight hips like
0: Pause it right at the inside of your hip flex. Yeah, I do know yeah. that one. We've done it for the stretch in class a few times. And um, what is it? It's it's that's in the limber eleven as well. That Joe Joe DeFranco mm. video. It's kind of you know, push back, try to hold for like three seconds, bring it forward. That one is. It's horrible. I don't even do it in class anymore because it's it was a bit it was a bit advanced for some of the people. Mm. But even that pigeon stretch, a lot of people struggle with that. Um,
1: so. I try. I tried doing the thing. You just step into a into a lunge. The rest you in the ground, turn back, grab the instep of your foot, and yeah, stretch you know, your, your quad, extend your hips, and uh, like it. Very, very, very few people could uh, could grab their own their own foot, their own toe. Yeah, um, I think I think it's a it's a a weakness in the hamstring in terms of like end range strength, mm-hmm. and I think it's also um, during this lack of being able to rotate the torso.
0: Yeah, and um, actually, I think I've been lucky that without much work that uh, I'd be mobile enough. Like one of the members said to me the other day that. I was very mobile for a man. She, yeah. She, um, well,
1: actually, I heard that. See, in the yoga course, I heard that a lot. It's like, oh, no, you're actually very mobile for a man. I was like, what's wrong with men? <laughs> so what's that supposed to mean? you being sexist? No, but typically women are naturally yeah. more limber than, than men. But we we're trying
0: this one at yoga, a hot yoga the other day. We basically, you're on your belly. And you had to lift your chest up and put your eyes to the ceiling and then at the same time grab your toes and lift your knees off the floor. The bow pose. Yeah, so you're basically, if you can imagine, if you've ever kind of tried to stat, like step on a spider or something and it just curls up its legs up into, like a, little, into a little sphere, that's what it's trying to make it. And my quads felt like they were about to rip off my knees.
1: Did you grab your feet? Yeah, I was able to do it, but it was yeah. extremely tough. Um well, like where, I could only hold it for a few seconds. For the first two weeks of the course, I could literally couldn't do of pose. Gra- I could grab one leg, and I couldn't grab the other. One. Just could like I couldn't reach around. And every time I tried and tense up my hamstring to pull my knee closer and turn, my back would spasm and mm. my uh, my hamstrings would spasm. And then my glutes, would lose my glutes after that. My main thing was my quads kind of coming off my knee, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There was
0: another one kind of weird, where kneeling, kneeling uh, like on the knees, like with the t- torso up tall, and we had to. Look back, and then grab our toes from that position. So basically, bend your back back, and oh, it took me to camel. like it took me to like the second round to get that. Mm-hmm. And then when I was back there, I was like, "Oh god!" Hey, how nervous are you when you're leaning back? I'm leaning back, and I'm like, I was reaching for my toes, and I couldn't feel them. And I was like, "As far," it took me to the second. The first time I didn't get it. the instructor was just like, "Just just stay there." Yeah. And then the second time, I eventually grabbed them, but that was extremely tough. I was panicking even when I was in that position because I thought my knees were gonna pop out or something. Yeah, but, that's oh man.
1: Quad stretches are scary. Mm, quad
0: stretches. Cause like, even like, I I've never had the bad be- like the best knees, but uh, I feel like I'm scared doing like real real heavy squats just in case my quads just rip off my knees or something. Like I'm just waiting for that, and I just feel them roll up your leg. I've I've never I've never seen it happen in person, but oh, did you ever see them kind of leg extension videos? where they're extending like oh, a thousand kg. Yeah. Oh, that's what i was trying. That's what I mean. Yeah, they extend like a thousand kg. And it just comes back. log like, out the knees, and then they both just go out to the sides. A thousand kg falls on you, and you're basically paralyzed from the hips down. That's not nice. That's probably about ten surgeries.
1: So on on that note, one of the one of the principles that really surprised me in yoga was this term called ahimsa. It's a, one of the yamas, which is a, one of the eight limbs on the path of the yoga and ahimsa means non-violence. Mm-hmm. But um, the way it was framed to us when we were in the course was um, it was like non-violence to yourself. So like see, one of the things that I found when I was doing the yoga course, like I wanted to do the course, get the most out of it, and like literally try as hard as I possibly could. And I found that the more you try in some of the poses, like the more you force yourself into it, the more like you get in your own way. Mm-hmm. And like the whole principle for ahimsa or non-violence to yourself actually lets you progress More quickly, do you get me? Like, don't try to go too much too soon, sort of thing. mm -hmm. And, um, it's when you do that, you like you can try more if that makes sense, like, you can it allows you to progress more quickly.
0: Do you like even do what like half movement more times than trying to get the full no, movement? No so at once?
1: so like um one of the one of the things like if you think about the forward fold, you you, you know what the forward fold is. Alright, mm-hmm. you, you go to the forward fold, if you're tight in your hamstrings, you'll know all about it. But um trying to get you your start, chest on your knees. You get so bend your knees as much as you can, lay your belly on your thighs and then start pushing through your heels. right? and let your current your head come down. And now it's like you can push through your heels at hundred percent and your hamstrings will tighten up, your quads will tighten up and everyone will get tight and you're fighting against your own strength. Mm-hmm. okay but you have to relax and push at the same time and don't hurt if you go to hurt yourself your nervous system will almost go like whoa wait up wait up and that's
0: you, that's where your muscles kind of get that when you're trying to strengthen your hamstrings and they're real tight your muscles kind of get that what's it called yeah where it starts to pass kind of, like it's not a spasm but your whole leg it just trembles. Tw- yeah it trambles. Trambles. That's a, you're like a fit of twitching
1: yeah yeah man that happened to me so much in the core see every downward dog every single downward dog my, my legs are just to really shh I just yeah, go to I go to that point, like they, every single time you're, you're doing yoga, just try and get to the get to the edge. Again, if you're not feeling it, you, know, you just do the movements and mm-hmm. give yourself a pat on the back for for just doing it. But if, um, if you're trying, if, when you're doing yoga, like and you're doing a good section, like always go to the edge of your range of motion. Mm-hmm. Always just go go to that edge, feel the stretch, and like really, really try and lengthen it out. But don't try and push past it too quickly and hurt yeah. yourself. You know, there's no, you don't need to feel pain. One of the things that not they that don't need to feel pain. One yeah. of the one of the conflicting things that I heard on the course actually was. And one of the, well, a couple of the yoga teachers were saying stuff like, no, it shouldn't be uncomfortable. It should actually be 100% comfortable. You shouldn't be in any pain whatsoever. And two of the other ones were like, no, you've got to meditate on the pain. And it's like, no, it's going to be uncomfortable. You're not in a position until it's uncomfortable. But it's like, it shouldn't be painful, but it should be uncomfortable. Yeah, that's like, what i
0: say in class. Like, when you're stretching or you're doing your reps, like, you should be struggling to get the reps in, but it shouldn't be sore. It should yeah. Just, your muscles just should, like what's that thing like, the, your muscles should be like, oh, we want to stop soon, rather than, oh, we have to stop now, Yeah, sort yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Get that yeah, fatigue yeah. but, um But, it was really cool, just for, for relaxing. Like, it, I don't see when I was doing yoga course, I feel I feel it now, since I'm back in like, Western society, and all that jazz, I'm like doing work, and I have responsibilities, and all that, but it's a, um, a big difference in like, just how at ease I am. Like, when I was over there, like, when I was doing yoga, like every morning, trying to get up there, you know, it's like, you just walk like leaning back, or your shoulders back, like just relax, like you're super chill. Everybody's just grateful for stuff naturally. It's a, it's a completely different mindset when you do yoga religiously.
0: Have you noticed that your kind of stress is crap back in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it's not, like I'm aware of it. Whereas mm. before I was completely unconscious to it. Do you get mm. me? Like you don't know. A lot of people are unaware. Like they know they're stressed, but they don't know how stressed they are, or they know, like they don't even notice that, like. Like I'm sure for a lot of people listening here, like if I say to hey, press your shoulders, roll your shoulders back now, they'll all be able to do it because their shoulders aren't back. Like they're, we're, they're we're both sitting here like this, right? The shoulders. Like, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, is their jaws clenched. Mm, like I both my teeth together whenever I'm not speaking. Yeah, it, well, it, it's not a bad thing, do you get me? But yeah. like if it's clenched the whole time, it's probably because you're you're overcaffeinated or you know, overstimulated, um, or stressed. Yeah. And like even Stephen said, like when he was over there, he was like.
0: I didn't think I was stressed before I left. I thought everything was going good. And then I got there and I realized that how stressed I actually was mm. because it was completely chill, it was 0% stress. Yeah. So even people in their daily lives who think they're not stressed, they're probably at some percentage of stress, most of them. But
1: everyone's stressed, stress is good as well. I'm not, I'm not all against stress. Yeah, like well pressure, pressure Maybe. and
0: stress creates diamonds. Yeah. You know, have what is that, a coal?
1: Uh, Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I think
0: it's cool. Lava, I don't know. Lava, cool magma, something like that. We're not geologists. Yeah, I did geography for the Leaving Cert, but I'm finished school
1: five years now. So um, I want to talk to you about boxing. I want to know what you think about boxing and how you're progressing and uh, your ambitions. I don't. Well,
0: to be honest, I haven't. I don't think I've really progressed extremely because I'm not. I'm not consistent with it. I just use it as a form of. Most of the time I've just used it as a form of cardio Well, like, I do, I do find, like, I was, I had a few boxing, I was doing boxing PTs with you there, like, six or eight months ago, or it might have even been a year ago now at this stage, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was getting much better when I was doing it consistently. It is a sport that you can't half-ass, like, even with Brandon, like, Brandon's a good boxer, but he lost today because he wasn't training consistently. Yeah,
1: well, no, he wasn't boxing consistently.
0: Yeah, sorry, but he wasn't boxing-specific training. Brandon Brandon
1: trains very, very consistent. Brandon,
0: act that's not, yeah, that's not fair to say. Brandon trains harder than all of us. Well, just lately, it wasn't boxing specific training, but uh, yeah, I found like if you're not, if you don't, you, like you said, if you don't put any hours, you're not going to get better. You're just going to like, I know what to do, I know the basics. Like, I, I'm a boxing instructor, I can, I can take boxing classes, but I'm not a, not boxer. a fighter yet. I'm not a fighter yet. I'm a, I'm, a, I can, I'm a boxer, I'm not a fighter, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, well, well,
1: you know what the basics are. You know what's fundamental. Yeah, are. if like if
0: put me in a put me in a ring, I would know what to do. That not not to say I would win, but I would know what to do. And mm. um, like even in the white collar last year, um, I thought the spar and all that definitely brought everybody along extremely like that's what that's a year ago. This week, I thought everybody, even in the ten weeks, like you see a lot of kind of white collars that happen. Like they do a little bit of training and then. It's kind of, you see you see them on the day and it's not, nothing's really, it's basically just kind of watching them fight in the street. But I just think, our, I, I like our, our white collar events because we have like four boxing coaches that have been in the ring. They've fought the best fighters in the country and they know where to box. It's like And we also have the clan Ava coaches as well, like Jim, Jim and Jer and all that. And I just think we've put a lot more effort into the training side of the white collar than other people have and you see that on the night
1: as well and um, what do you think of Spawn? Well like personally when you were Spawn what the, how did you find it? Any like things that you had to overcome or any moments that where you actually shined where you thought you wouldn't?
0: Overcoming is like it's it's, it's a simple simple thing to say you need to get used to being hit in the face <laughs> that's the first thing.
1: Do, do you remember you're like the first time you got punched in the face?
0: in well uh, f- in the white car all oh, right yeah in the white collar. um i don't When really, like do you mean like in the fight or in the training in the training i don't remember the first time i got punched in the face because but um it's just kind of it's not that it's sore you're not like oh that was sore you're just kind of if you're if you're getting punched multiple times you just kind of you're you have to learn to not bl- like do that old flinch. blink and flinch thing when yeah, you're getting yeah. punched because like i feel yeah, like a lot of people when they're sparring they kind of they go to punch They kind of close their eyes and lean back yeah sort of thing because they're like i want to punch but i don't want to get hit obviously well that is obviously the aim of boxing but um
1: it's re- it's really funny how confident people are about fighting it when they don't know how to fight yeah, yeah, like, yeah like it's, it's
0: really- like, they say like um a, no- a non-boxer is a better fighter than a novice boxer yeah or yeah. is a more dangerous fighter than a novice boxer because they say like the the skill level you start you start a baseline you dip below baseline when you're learning how to actually do everything properly
1: and then you get the increase yeah and um, well because well one of the reasons for that is because you've, you're learning all these new skills that you don't actually have into muscle memory yet so like yeah. for someone who, who um, doesn't have any like skills they just want to swing and they're yeah. aggressive they'll beat someone who's trying to throw like throwing one two and doing one two badly to get into I'm like just trying to figure it out because someone who's being mindful in the ring that's trying to learn yeah. is going to lose to someone that's just coming out
0: swinging for them yeah unless exactly. they've got great cardio and they know how to run
1: not and they can block because like it's yeah. hard to avoid someone trying to punch you in the face like you Definitely. Know, it's, it's especially really hard.
0: when they're coming with them overhand rights f- every single time yeah and um, i do remember on oh, saying the whole getting punched facing i do remember if we were sparring jamie 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 Mackin, is it hmm. he jamie's about a meter taller than me <laughs> And uh, Stephen put me in sparring him, and Jamie's uh, a good boxer, he's a good boxer. He, he I heard he was, a, he was a tough lad. I've heard, yes, Steven said he was very tough when they were in the school, in, back in school. Well, I'm sure he's still very tough because he won in his fight in the white car last year, but... Yeah, fair play. That
1: was a good fight. Yeah.
0: Ice, ice bar Jamie and I just remember one particular punch whatever way I must have left my left cheek open he hit me so hard that I was seeing dots for about five minutes so and you
1: got the whole star seeing stars experience yeah I did how like, cool is that how weird is it
0: I was just so confused yeah but like uh, Stephen said that in a fight that would have been counted as a standing K. yeah yeah if you're
1: hit but, clean if you're hit clean and the head snaps back it's like yeah
0: like I, I continued the round and we finished or whatever Cause Stephen was, I was like, I'm out of here, I'm done, I need a break, and Stephen was like, No, you have to keep going. That's a standing count. Blah blah blah. Yeah, hands uh, up,
1: recompose yourself. Yeah,
0: basically, I, and there's me near out in my feet, but it, I'm glad, I'm glad that I had that experience. I know yeah, oh, yeah. I don't want it to happen again. So I'm gonna train harder to get there.
1: Did you find, did you find yourself um, getting to the point where, so you're starting to bluff the opponent, like when you're hurt? Did you, did you, did you get hurt in the ring and then try and bluff it through and like make sure that the other person didn't know you were hurt? That's one. That's one of like. It's one thing saying you want to do that, but once you are
0: absolute. Not that I got hurt, but in the in the last round, well, I fought Mick Mulholland and Mick, absolute beast, the silverback. Um, I could see in. I was looking at him in the third round. He was looking at me, and I could see the two of us were fucking. We were fucked. Both of us just throwing jabs like. That I'm, I I have a longer reach, so I was able to kind of keep keep Mick off of my job, But Mick was there, like Mick is a guy. He, he's he's a he's a strong man, and he was coming forward. He's tough as well. Mick is very tough. tough well.
1: He tore his bicep. He tore, he tore his, his bicep in the fight, and like no one knew until after the fight. Yeah,
0: like that's what you were to, like. That's what you mentioned there. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. I, no was, just, no I was just like I was just looking at Mick, and I was going, "All right, Mick's tired."
1: But imagine how much more confident you would have felt if uh, if you knew if like, he tore his he bicep. Tired. Like, yeah. If he, you knew he tore his bicep... Probably going to to punch him in yeah, the arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, see, when when you get hurt in boxing, if you show that you're really, really hurt, like, your opponent's mm. person's going to smell blood and they're going to go for like it. A, like a shark. Yeah, there's actually, there's a really cool thing, um, if you look it up on YouTube, I don't know what to look up specifically, but there's a, a really, really cool knockout in the sea where one guy gets a liver shot and he pretends to go down to one knee. Or maybe, I don't, I don't even know if he, get, if he... I think he was actually hurt, hmm. but he goes down to one knee, blocks the shot, and then out of nowhere... Your man chases him to try and finish the job, and mm-hmm. then just he sees your man chases, and throws, an overhand, and just clocks your man on the way and knocks him out, and then he wins no the fight. And like your man drops to his knee because he's he's hit. It's, it's mixed martial arts. It's not boxing.
0: I don't. Know, I haven't seen that one, but I have. I did the liver shot is a killer. I saw one a couple months ago. Somebody got ripped with a liver shot, and then that's the sort of shot that you don't feel it for like a second. Yeah. So he got he got ripped with the shot. He put his hands back up, and then he just dropped. Yeah. There was like a two second difference and then he just fell and that was it.
1: Do you ever get a liver shot? I've gotten
0: like? shots that have I've gotten shots to the liver that have put me to my knee and yeah. like have made me almost not be able to breathe. Mm. It's like it takes every bit of air out of your whole body. And um, that was only in sparring. Unfortunately I was able to protect myself pretty well in the ring, but uh again in the actual
1: fight, but it's not fun. How cool is it that people let you fight? <laughs> Like in a ring. If you, if you say I going to do boxing, they'll, they'll literally let you punch people in the face. How cool yeah. that?
0: That's so fun. As long as the other person wants it to happen. Yeah,
1: obviously. Well, um, you're not going to want to get punched in the
0: head, but. Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, the whole white collar experience was definitely uh, was something that I recommend everybody to do. Um, hopefully, uh, I'm going to enter the novices next year. I don't know when that is. I think because it's so it's always announced very late. But it was September this year, so hopefully it'll be September next year and I get a good ten months training under my belt and then go for it and see what happens from there. Like and obviously it's a little bit late to become an intermediate or a, a senior boxer starting at it like twenty. Having okay. Haven't said there's that there is you no know, Anthony guys. Joshua started when he was like yeah. eighteen, like there is for few people that if you're willing to work at it you can be good, but it is it would be difficult but I do wanna I would be able to just get to have a novice to have a novice championship. Just because you, Brandon, Steven, use all of your championships, or like you all he's all medals. Like I don't have a medal, and I'm working here. I want to be, want to yeah. be one of you guys. I want to yeah. have a medal. So that's kind of that's my, uh, motivation to get my novice championship. What about you? Are you gonna go back next year? Or are you gonna get more into the MMA or what?
1: And um, well, one of the things that one of the things that really bugs me about the Irish boxing is sort of, um, what do you call it? Structure or like the governing body like they don't let if you are doing any other martial art don't let you fight so if they were to find out you were doing that you wouldn't be able to fight yeah able to box
0: competitive uh yeah, leg, yeah. Well, train.
1: Be, I, could, I, I could train and obviously i could train and stuff like that there i could train and box whenever i want but um like if if i have like a mixed martial arts fight or i'm competing in jiu-jitsu i'm not sure if it, if grappling depends but i think any need a martial art if you're competing in any martial art you're not allowed to a uh, to box that's silly yeah,
0: sure. Like there's professional MMA fighters that still box and have kickbox and fights and grapple and sure, what like John Jones has grappling Competition competitions, competitions yeah. as well, and he's a mixed martial artist.
1: Well, I think I I think it'll be good for everyone. I think uh, mm. the standard will go up something serious. I think the, there's a big shift in um, fighting in Ireland to going to towards mixed martial arts. I'm not saying it's hundred percent there yet, but I think a lot of people are leaving boxing going to mixed martial arts.
0: Love him or hate him, I think that's down to Conor McGregor. Yeah. Like, the uptake of MMA in Ireland since he became famous is probably tenfold. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. that
0: he, that's probably worldwide as well.
1: What do you think, McGregor?
0: Oh, like, you know, when you hear all these say, these allegations of, you know, sexual assault and, you know, battery in the pub and smashing the phone and all that, like, it just, it, it makes you think of, like, there's just the old story of, like, money like ruined him sort of thing but like you have to think was he like that all along and then the money just made it public
1: there's a cool, cool saying Stephen told me before I don't know where he heard it but um, it's say uh, money makes you more of who you are if mm. you're if you're uh, let's say if you're a drug addict or anything like that there it's like and you come into a lot of money it's like you might be dead next week mm. Cause, uh, the only thing that would have been limiting you was your capability to buy your mate.
0: yeah what was that what was that movie yeah, like, remember that movie with the, where you, you, once you hit 25, you had to pay for everything in time or you died. Oh, yes, yes,
1: yes. What was that called? In time or something?
0: Or something like that, Justin Timberlake. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he came in, he did it. he bet some, like, real rich man money or something, and he won, like, 100,000 years or something. And yeah. he gave him, he gave one of his friends, like, 10,000 years or something, or 1,000 years or something like that, and he, then he died of an overdose, <laughs> so like, sad. a week later. Because he just spent all the years
1: on cocaine or whatever it was. But, that's, uh, such a cool, that's such a cool idea. That time turns into a commodity. That's the like the most common one. It is crazy.
0: Like and it, the kind of that movie. If that was possible, I think the government would do it. That's not gonna conspiracies. I don't even know, like. But anyway, we're going off topic here. But uh, anyway, guys, um, I think we're gonna wrap it up now
1: shortly and after you have anything else you want to discuss chris yeah uh, for everyone listening stand up straight shoulders back oh.
0: right now roll your shoulders back because even literally as chris said that
1: i was like oh right i cool. do need to sit up straight. yeah cool cool thing to do if uh, you're ever um just talking to a group of people and you notice their posture just mention posture or mention something about standing up straight, mm-hmm. not what I tell anyone to do, just watch everyone just stand up straighter. It's really funny.
0: Mm. And then right. just on that, what made me think, I was, when I was reading in, this, in my book, How to Become a Self-Levered Yesterday, basically, if you notice that you're in a sledge position in a chair, it's better to stand up, reset, and sit down with a good posture, than try to straighten up on the chair. Because more than likely, you're not actually straightening up, you're just overextending your spine, and then that's not gonna be any good either. So if you ever notice that you're sledge over in a chair, stand up, pull your shoulders back, and kinda squat down into your chair and maintain that position from there. That's, we tip it I learned yesterday. There you go, uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, that's Chris's yoga journey, everybody else's boxing journey, and I can't remember what else to talk about, but it was great we chat. Uh, see you in the next one, guys.
1: Now we're safe, folks.